Today we celebrate the Feast of Corpus Christi, and I'd like to speak about uh, a doctrine that is very dear to us as Catholics, the doctrine of the real presence of Christ in the Most Holy Eucharist. In our Gospel today, our Lord says, This is my body. Now, when our Lord said this, he was not speaking symbolically. He was speaking in a plain, straightforward manner. And it was that those words of his, that the bread he held in his sacred hands became his very own body. And the apostles after him, at every Eucharistic liturgy they celebrated, would speak those same words. And at those words, the bread they held in their hands would be changed into the very body of Christ. And from the days of the apostles until this day, their successors, the bishops and the priests of the Catholic Church, have, at every Eucharistic liturgy, consecrated the bread and the wine with those same words and have held in their hands to give to the people the true body and blood of Christ. Now, there are ways that one can argue for the truth of the doctrine of the real presence on the basis of the scriptural texts we have just heard, but today I'd like to take a little bit of a different route here. I'd like to simply talk about how the real presence of Christ in the Eucharist has, in fact, been the unbroken belief of the Church from the Apostles until today. After all, the Apostles were instructed by our Lord Himself. They would have learned from Him what He meant when He said, This is my body. And then the ancient bishops whom the Apostles ordained And the ancient Christians whom the apostles instructed would have learned from them the authentic meaning of Christ's words. We have written testimony to the real presence of Christ in the Eucharist from many ancient saints, such as St. Ignatius of Antioch. He was the second bishop of Antioch, and his life overlapped that of the apostles. We have the testimony of St. Justin, who was converted around the year 135 or so in Ephesus. And there would have been people alive in his day who had heard the preaching of the Apostle John. We have the testimony of St. Irenaeus, Bishop of Lyon, who himself was a disciple of Polycarp, who was ordained by St. John the Apostle. We have Clement of Alexandria. We have St. Cyprian. We have numerous ancient testimonies that the churches, church has always held that the Eucharist is, in truth, the body of Christ. And there's one other ancient testimony I'd like to share with you all. It comes down to us in the form of a story. It comes from the ancient Egyptian monks who lived in the desert. There was 
a hermit who was very holy and he was renowned for his good works and his great acts of penance. And there were two other monks who had heard that this hermit believed that the Eucharist was only a symbol. Now, these two monks knew this other hermit relatively well. They knew that he was a good man, and they figured that he must have been an error in good faith, that it was really not out of any kind of malice, but in his simplicity that he thought the Eucharist was only a mere symbol. And so they decided to go to speak to him and possibly to correct him and bring him back to the true faith. And so they visited him, they sat down with him in his uh, hermitage, and uh, they said to him, kind of in an indirect way, trying to bring up the topic, they said, Abba, we have heard that uh, there are some people who believe that the Eucharist is only a symbol. And the hermit replied to them, Oh, oh, that's in fact, that's what I believe as well. And they said to him, Abba, we, we cannot believe this. We cannot hold to something like that. That is not the faith that the Catholic Church has handed down to us. And they continued to speak with him and try to convince him of the truth of the real presence in the Eucharist. And finally he said, well, I can't believe this. I'm not going to listen to this anymore unless I, I see it to be true from the thing itself. And so they said to him, well, how about we do this? Let's all go off to our hermitages, to our cells, and let's pray to God, each one of us individually, that he shed light for us on this mystery. And so the hermit readily agreed to that, and they, they went off and they prayed in their cells. And uh, a few days went by, and the holy liturgy took place. And all three men went to the Eucharist, and they sat as close to the altar as they possibly could, the hermit in between the other two monks, and at the time when the holy mysteries were to be celebrated and the bread was brought to be placed on the altar, behold, before their very eyes, they saw a child, a little infant, a little baby, placed upon the altar. And at the time of the fraction, when the priest is to lay hold of the Eucharist and to break it, they saw an angel come from heaven with a knife in his hand, like the holy patriarch Abraham ready to sacrifice Isaac. And they saw the angel slay the child on the altar and squeeze out his blood into the chalice. Of course, this is a very almost gruesome graphic image here. It's really kind of meant to shock us. And so the three men, we can only imagine, were, were horrified. And when the priest came forward to distribute Holy Communion, he placed in the hands of the hermit a pulsating, living piece of flesh smeared and dripping with blood. And the hermit was aghast and cried out, Lord, I believe that the bread is in truth your body and the cup in truth your blood. And as soon as he said that, it appeared to be only bread 
in his hands. And the liturgy ended and they went their way praising and glorifying God, the hermit, because he had received insight into the mystery of the Eucharist and the other two brothers because the hermit had been corrected of his error and brought back to the true faith of the Catholic Church. Well, this story, in some respects, can be a little bit misleading. First of all, one might hear the story and be led to the belief that participating in the Eucharist is some kind of cannibalistic event, and and that would not be accurate. The cannibal kills the person that he eats, and then he takes the flesh into his body and assimilates it to his body. But that's not what happens with the Eucharist. When we receive the flesh of Christ, we receive it live, living, Christ risen from the dead, implanting in us the seed of the resurrection. When we receive the living flesh of Christ into our bodies, we do not assimilate it to our body. Rather, we are assimilated into the body of Christ. We are more deeply incorporated into the mystical body of Christ. Also, someone hearing this story might think to themselves, well, you know, because the priest brings forth a kind of a, a hunk of flesh and places it in the hands of the hermit, you might think, well, do we only receive like a part of Christ's body when we receive Holy Communion? No, in fact, that's not the case. We receive in every sacred host the whole Christ. And in fact, when a single sacred host is broken, now we have the whole Christ here and the whole Christ here. And when this piece is broken, we have the whole Christ here and the whole Christ here, all the way down into the little tiny particles. When you see a particle on your hand, eat it. Do not let it be lost. It is the whole Christ in that little particle. Christ is indivisible in heaven, and he is made present in every place the sacrament is. Well, if this story can be slightly misleading, what does it get right? It gets right this, that in the blessed sacrament, Christ is truly, really, and substantially present to us. He is not present figuratively. For example, a wife might carry in her pocket a picture of her husband, and she says, well, you know, my present, my husband's present to me. And that would be a very, a very nice and poetic thing to say, but it would only be figurative and not true. Christ is not present to us in the sacrament in that sense. He is truly present. Christ is not just truly present, he is also really present. That is to say, someone might say, well, if I have faith, Jesus is present to me in the Eucharist. But if you don't have faith, then he's not really present to you. That's false. Whether or not you have faith in Christ's real presence in the Eucharist, he's present to you in the Eucharist. And therefore, you best believe it because it's true. 
Christ is present to us truly, really, but also substantially in the Holy Eucharist. That is to say, he is not present merely by his activity, by his energy, but he is present in his very person. Christ, risen from the dead, here on our altars, in our hands, and in our bodies as living tabernacles every time we receive communion. And just like in that vision, there is a child's on the altar, who is vulnerable, who is weak, who gives his life, so also Christ in vulnerability, in humility, entrusts himself to us in the Blessed Sacrament. What a great trust we have received. How can we ever abuse or take that trust for granted? He gives himself to us every Holy Communion to incorporate us into his mystical body, and to make us participants in his supernatural life.